Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about common union. Thinking about the word communion, common union. I think communion, as I was just spending some time with God the other day, I was taking a, a personal time of communion. So yesterday was one of the few days where uh, I actually didn't record a video, a daily communion video. It's one of the first days in a long time I haven't recorded one. And I felt like what God was saying to me. I was just kind of had a, a pressed, busy day. It's been a lot of pressed, busy days lately for me. I just had a personal time of communion. I didn't record a video. I just took communion on my own. And I felt like what God was saying is communion is an opportunity for us to celebrate our oneness with God, our union with him. There's a scripture that says that he who joins himself to the Lord becomes one in spirit with him, becomes one with him. And just taking a moment to remember his sacrifice and how his sacrifice is what made that all possible. To celebrate our union with him, that his body was broken so that we could be connected back to him. The cup is called the cup of participation. Think about the, the cup of participation. What does it mean to participate? It means we're not sitting on the sidelines. We're doing this life together with God. In partnership with him, working together with him. So I've been thinking about this as we, over the last, I don't know, 12 hours or so. Looked up communion in the, def, in the dictionary. Talks about the idea of, of intimate sharing of thoughts and feelings and spiritualness. Common union, celebrating our oneness with God. So we're coming up to the Day of Atonement. Right now we're in what's called the 10 Days of Awe. These are the 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and the Day of Atonement, also called Yom Kippur. The 10 days of all, time to be searching our hearts and our minds, making corrections, making adjustments, and looking for, is there anything that's blocking me from that oneness with God? Is there anything that's blocking that connection with Him? Is there anything that's blocking that oneness with the people in my life? Because the Bible tells us, if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with him, fellowship with one another. And I think sometimes our, I don't know what you want to call it, religious traditions, religious attitudes can block us from that, that oneness with God. We think we have to do, do, and do, and do all these things to be connected with him, to be right with him. I think it's just receiving what he's given us in Christ. He's not asking for us to do, do, and do, and do all this stuff. Yes, we need to walk in obedience and do those things. But that comes out of the fruit. I think that's the fruit of being one with him. Just you have the desire to walk in those things. And it's a life changed. A heart and life that are changed. By doing life together with God. And communion is a time to celebrate that. As we approach this day of atonement, 
thinking of atonement at one atone at one at one at one at one let's just take a moment to remember that today so heavenly father i just I thank you that you're with us. You give us this opportunity to be one with you. You've released us from darkness. You've transferred us into the light. Into the kingdom of your dear son. And I pray for everybody who's watching or listening. Their families, their friends, everybody connected to them. That anything that's blocking this connection with you. Anything that's blocking that, that oneness, that unity, that union with you. Just blocking it or limiting it or inhibiting it, that it will be removed out of the way. And that our times of communion would be an opportunity to celebrate our union with you, our oneness with you. And I thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread, he said, This is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray and God laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. By his stripes, we've been healed. We've been restored. He was crushed and destroyed by God. His body was broken so that we could be made whole. We could be joined to him. We could be one with him. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. And he raised us up together with him and made us sit with him in heavenly places. And that's our positioning. That's our positioning. I'm, rem I'm reminded of this time. I believe it's, I was in the middle of writing my book, The Eighth Date. And I just had this time, I was just closing my eyes, just envisioning spending time with God. And I had this vision where I'm seated at God's right hand. And I'm looking around, I'm like, where is Jesus? I'm like, something's not right. Where is Jesus? I don't see him anywhere. He's supposed to be here. And God spoke something to me, I feel like, in that time. That's changed my perspective on a lot of things. He said, you're in him and he's in you. We're one. Common union. And that's our positioning, how we're supposed to walk out our days. As one. So Father, I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light. We get to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the light. The Bible calls this the cup of participation. We get to participate. One of the definitions of communion that I saw was mutual participation. Mutual participation. It's not God doing everything. 
It's not us doing everything. It's us learning how to rest and trust in him and allowing him to do that work through us. Doing it together with him. And Father, I thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Give your juice, you can take your juice. All right, so right now, like I said, we're in those 10 days between the Feast of Trumpets and the Day of Atonement, called the 10 Days of Awe. A time to be repenting, a time to be taking action, a time to be searching our hearts and our conscience, looking for any adjustments that we need to make, following God's leading. And during this time, I typically do a Daniel fast every year. So today is day six of the 10 Days of Awe. And as we get closer to the Day of Atonement, you may notice that it feels like time is slowing down. You may notice an increase in pressure, maybe busy schedules, things coming at you. Because we've got a deadline. And when as we approach deadlines, pressure always increases. And that Day of Atonement is typically a, a total fast. So I'm usually doing a Daniel fast during these 10 days. And on the 10th day is a total fast. A total fast, no food or water, from about 6 p.m. on October 4th of this year, 2022, to about 6 p.m. of October 5th. Total fast, if you can do it. And remember, we've got to learn to rely on God to sustain this. If it's something you feel like he's called you to do, you got to rely on his grace to sustain it. I don't do it out of my own effort and discipline and willpower. I've learned not to do that. And this Day of Atonement is a reminder for us we have this great high priest in Jesus. His blood has washed us and cleansed us, atoned for us, made us one with him. So I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about partnering with us in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.